There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Amen. Bitterness remembers the details. Memory is helped by review and review and review, and they mauled over and over and over. They're angry, they're disappointed at being, amen, treated unfair. You know, there's a lot of people who think they got a bad lot in life. They was born in the wrong pecking order, on the wrong side of the tracks, to the wrong parents. If I only had them for my parents, if I only was this in school, if I was only the oldest in the home, or if I was the baby. And listen, it doesn't matter where you were born. God put you where you needed to be with whom you needed to be with. And if you had bad parents, God did it for a good reason. Amen. 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 Listen, I ain't trying to throw bad light on my mom. My mom had issues. Amen. Amen. And she was an angry woman. And every now and then, you know, a little kid getting away, pow! You get a bloody nose, get your hair pulled out of your head. You understand what I'm saying? Huh? What do you do with that when your dad comes and tries to heal your bloody nose? I mean, you're supposed to hate your mom? I don't hate my mom. My mom had issues. Do you understand? Amen. And I got in the way of those issues, and I seen dishes fly, and I see I seen arguments and held up by the acre. Amen. Listen, my dad with me one time, man. I tell you, <laughs> you talk about child abuse, man. I was doing it. Amen. I deserved it. <laughs> right? I cussed one time, and my dad turned around, and uh, I finally got in trouble, and uh, he was there, and he wanted me to deal with my cussing. Finally, he whipped me. He whipped me so bad, preacher. I'm telling you, that was one of the worst beatings I ever had. He went over and whipped my sister, came back. He decided to sit down with me. He said, now you going to tell me the truth. I said, yes, sir, I did cuss. I lied. He said, all right, bend over. I said, what? I just got on this. I just told you the truth. He said, I'm going to teach you never to lie to me, boy. And it was worse than the first. And I thought the first couldn't be that bad. I had black and blue marks lasting on me for a long time. You know what my dad did? Now that I'm saved and called a preacher, you know what I realized about the time? He taught me how to confess my sin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh? When daddy come home, I got in trouble at school, man. I met, I stand right out there in the driveway. Amen. He come in, I said, Dad, I got busted for smoking today at school. He wanted me to tell because the principal told me for me it was over. You understand? Amen. Amen. I, I, I love throwing. I threw rocks all the time. He warned me about throwing rocks, throwing rocks, throwing rocks, throwing rocks. And I picked up a rock one day and I winged one out there. You know how sometimes they bank and they curve? <laughs> I hit my little sister in the face. She let out a blood screaming, curve, crying. Amen. All I heard is that scream go, <laughs> and I heard that bell. <laughs> and he beat me. 
in the kitchen, in the bathroom, in the bathtub, out of the bathtub, out of the kitchen, into his bedroom, over his bed, under the bed, in the closet, out of the closet, in my bedroom, over my bed, under my bed, in the living room, over the sofa, amen, back into the kitchen. He beat, and it didn't matter where he hit me. He told me, Amen. I warned you. I warned you. I warned you. And he took that thing, man. And I had welts all over my body. You know what I know? I deserve that. Because I disobeyed him. Amen. I, I wouldn't rest my I wouldn't get my daddy arrested. Right. That's right. You understand? Amen. Now when I became a parent, I realized that there's a little bulls that I about that big. And I hit that target. Amen. <laughs> Hello. And I realized that there's a proper way to discipline. But you know one thing I realized that was missing growing up in my my discipline? Restoration. There's no restoration. You had to go home and soak in it, sit in it, and stew in it. Amen. You know what Jesus Christ does? He whips the fire out of us like that preacher said last night. And then you turn around and then he restores you. Amen. He restores Amen. And you know what kids will do? Their mom and daddy beat them or hurt them or disappointed them or grounded them or took something away from them. Uh, they wouldn't let them participate in some kind of event that they thought of. Amen. And then they hold a grudge against mom and daddy all those years. Amen. Listen, I got tried to go into summer camp. I got upset. And I'm going to say something. I'm not trying to be ugly. I'm glad it didn't happen. But at the time, I didn't understand they had sex education in the public school. And I was the only kid that had to stand in the hallway while everybody's watching all them videos. And I'm standing out there in the hallway, felt like a stupid idiot. And I held that for a grudge a long time. People talking about stuff. I got no idea what you're talking about. You know what I come to find out? That was a great question. Yeah. Here, I thought my parents were causing me to miss something. And they did, man. What a wonderful thing now. I'm saved. I got my eyes open. I understand. Back then, man, I couldn't understand why my parents wouldn't let me go to camp. They wouldn't let me do certain things. Amen. That's right. Listen, my mom and dad took me shopping for a motorcycle. I wanted to be a Harley guy. I wanted to ride a bike. Amen. That was my goal. I was raised in a biker's bar. My dad was raised, uh, raised me in a Harley bar. And I, I couldn't wait to get a Sportster, man. I just couldn't wait to get one. Never got that far. I got as far as a Triumph, but I never got it. Or BSA, I never got as far as a Harley. And, uh, they took me shopping for a motorcycle. And I'm riding that thing. Boy, I wanted that thing so bad. Had my hopes all up. Didn't get it. You talk about hurting the kid's feelings, man. You whine and dying, you take him out, you get his hopes all built up. Man, I held that grudge for a long time. I thought, what, what, why in the world would they do that to me? You understand? Listen, there's maybe people in here, your parents did something similar to you, and you've held it in and held a grudge. Oh, Amen. Listen, things happen in life, and I couldn't understand my parents and what they were thinking and what they were doing, but in my heart, you can hold things against your parents. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you. Listen. The devil knows how to do all that. Look, listen to this. There's evidences of bitterness. Maybe, maybe you got some of this tonight. Number one, evidence. Difficulty in resolving conflicts. Amen. You don't know how to communicate with people. You don't know how to get along with people. You're always argumentative. You're always mad. Can't win an argument. Amen. Can't, can't have a discussion with somebody. Two brethren can't disagree. Hello. Amen. 
I was called a heretic tonight twice by two preachers. Isn't that a blessing? <laughs> Listen, I don't care what you believe. You understand? I really don't. I don't have to make you right. You don't have to make me right. But I'm not going to hold it against you. Amen? One day you'll see it my way. No, it's just teaching. <laughs> Acts of vengeance. People lash out. You know what kids do? When, when mom and daddy treat them bad, they kick the cat, they kick the dog, they, they start being a bully on other people. You know the average bully's got something in his heart? Right. And so all the reason he's a bully is because he don't know how to get along with somebody and like somebody. And most of the problems, he don't like himself because he don't like his home that he goes to. And then he's just trying to pick on people to try to get attention. Amen. That kid's wounded in the heart. He's hurting. He needs love. He needs forgiven. Right. You know, one of the problems today, and I see it in my church, and I'm not trying to pick on people, but all these unwed mothers trying to raise these kids and now they dote on that kid and they don't properly discipline that kid and and listen i'm telling you that kid's full of mischief and trouble because the parent won't properly discipline that young child because of the guilt of their past sin and they're bitter and then they're trying to dote on that kid and let him get away with things and they're ruining that kid Because they've been wounded and they're afraid to let that kid get a wound on his hind end and put some stripes there. And you know what? They're bound with guilt. They're ate up with guilt and they don't know how to release that guilt and they don't know how to get it off of them and they turn bitter, they turn angry and they turn vengeful upon people. Boy, you want to really clean up America? I'll tell you how to save America. We heard it last night. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 13, 14. The rod of correction. To deliver their soul from hell. You know, you know what the political parties did? They got, they got rid of corporal correction. They want to take it out of the parents' hands. They want to send your child to hell. And you know what that's doing? Those children are full of wrath. They're full of anger. They're full of bitterness. Amen. They're little demonic devils, man. And they need to have that guilt released. They're bitter. They're bitter. Amen. They're lashing, they're lashing out. They're throwing rocks through windows. They're running through the streets. They're burning down our country. Where's daddy at? He ain't there to burn that heart. They're bitter at the white man. Blaming him. It ain't the white man's fault. Daddy ain't home to do his job. Mama ain't caring. She's letting him run the streets. They want to blame us. They want to blame everybody and where the problem's at. Listen, the greatest day in your life is when you take God's side against yourself and take ownership that it's you, not them. Yes, sir. Right. Withdrawal. We had a girl in our church from a preacher's home. She put a block wall around her. She barricaded herself in spiritually. And she kept stack, stacking the blocks up. She bolted the door. There ain't nobody going to come in. There ain't nobody ever going to hurt me again. I'm going to just hide in here. I've been wounded and she's bitter and she's mean and she hates my guts. She publicly admitted that five times in two different churches. I hate Brother Parks. The problem wasn't me. The problem's her. Well, you understand? Yeah. And she's, she left her husband. She done all kinds of bad things. Why? Because she was wounded and she withdrew and said, there's nobody in the world will ever hurt me again. 
Nobody's ever going to say a bad word. I'm not going to let nobody into my life. And so if nobody comes in my life, then I can't ever get hurt. Nobody ever say a bad word. And so now she's just eating herself to death in her house. Withdrew from everybody. Outburst of anger. Sign of bitterness. Subtle attacks. Amen. You're wounded and you attack. Amen. Listen, there's a lot of women in here, and I'm not trying to be mean tonight. But a woman says, no chance physically against a man. I don't know, maybe you can go MMA. I had a guy, I got a phone call. This lady called me. She said, hey, preacher, said, Steve's beating Lisa. I said, oh, God. I got to go over there, and I got to face Steve now. He's beating, beating Lisa. So I called Lisa up. I said, Lisa, I said, is Steve beating you? She said, no, nah, preacher, I'm beating him. <laughs> I said, he's on his own now. <laughs> She went to a place he was at. She threw, threw a plate glass window, man. That was one tough girl. I was glad to see, I was glad to see Lisa get saved. Yeah. You understand? Amen. Hey when I went, first went to Bible school charity, I was in a three-apartment thing. One apartment, two apartment, three apartment. I was in the middle, and I heard this fight going on. There's a bunch of arguing going on. I heard the metal door banging and clashing. Next thing you know, I heard screaming going on. I go outside. She's got that guy mounted, man. She's pounding him. I said... You're on your own, dude. <laughs> I went and put on Alexander Scorby, and I said, I'm going to bed listening to my... <laughs> I mean, what do you do when a girl's got the best of them? Man, man, just let them go. But see, the average woman can't take on a man. And so she uses that right there. She uses words. He starts to walk away. And she says, what are you walking away for, you whip? You always been a little mama's boy. You know, they say hard things to their husbands. Oh, don't they? Come on. Amen? Because you can't whip them. Except there. And then, you wonder why a lot of women get battered and they get their teeth knocked down? That old boy comes home drunk and then she wants to run her mouth. Oh, you spent the baby's formula money again? Did you buy diapers? How was it out there with Leroy? Hello? He can only take so much. She figured out why he's at the bar anyway. She don't know how to bring him home. Oh, Hello? Amen? Christian women can do the same thing. They got a tongue. They're supposed to be submitted, but you know what they do? They run their mouth and they say And those things, they cut. And they go deep, and that man holds it against them. And then the Christian man will turn around and he'll say things against his wife. Right. And then he'll say things. Listen, I've seen preachers and stuff embarrass their family in front of other people. God forbid. God. And rebuke them in front of the church, call them a knucklehead and all that other kind of stuff. You know yeah. what that little kid thinks? My daddy don't love me, don't care about me, and he begins to bear that thing, hold that thing, and he gets a grudge, and then he says, pray for my son, he's probably he run away from God. Well, maybe you push him. Yeah. Uh, you understand? Yeah. Listen, people get wounds. We don't understand it. I understand. One preacher was preaching one time. Somebody said, well, you got your feelings hurt. Well, what are you doing having feelings? Well, men have feelings. So do women. God gave them to you. You got emotions. And you know what? They can be hurt. But you know what you got to do? You got to be mad enough to look at somebody and say, hey, I love you, brother. I appreciate what you said. Amen. And it hurt. And I forgive you. And if you don't forgive me, that's fine. That's what you know. And look at my eyeball to eyeball. You know what I taught my son to look a man in the eye. My little son, I'm trying to teach you. Look me in the eye. Look me in the eye. Finally, I got my nose to his, and he's going nose to nose, and he's going. 
He looked at all that, but he wouldn't look me in the eye at all. You know what his bosses do now? They can't believe it. He'll turn around and look them straight down. Amen? His boss rebuked him for something he didn't do. And he stood up, and the boss thought he was going to leave. And he stuck his hand out and said, Thank you for talking to me like a man. That's right. And that blew that guy's mind. He said, Why? That came from yeah. Hey, man. My son was raised by a mean preacher. Mean. Hey, Amen. I'm going to make an honest confession. Confession is good for the soul, ain't it? Confess your faults one to another. Listen, I love coffee. I can drink about the pots. Hey, Amen. Amen. Hey. And man, I mean, I love it. I stopped getting 24 ounces, man. I mean, I was just down. But man, caffeine take hold of me. And I'd hit another gear. And then I'd begin to preach to them. And I'd be preaching like I was on the street, yelling at them. You man? <laughs> Screaming in the car, going down there. Hey, boy, listen to me. Don't you ever touch your sister's hair pull your hair gear. I mean, you look in the mirror and he's going... Pulling that hair and my daughter screaming, you know. You understand? Yeah. And dad would get angry, and man, it wouldn't take nothing to flip my switch. But you know what I had to do? I had to get on my knees and I had to repent to them. Look them in the eye and apologize. Man, it's the most humble thing to do is to kneel down in front of my daughter and apologize to her for dad being an angry man. And God break my heart, I've been beginning to cry. And I realized that I had to quit coffee. Coffee's not the problem. The problem's me. Amen. And I realized that there's something I put in my body that's affected me, that's affected my home, and it's affected everything. I was, I was in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and uh, well, actually Pigeon Forge, and this guy wouldn't let me get over. And next thing you know, I slammed that car up in gear, and I jump out. I'm ready to go home. And he, and he wouldn't let me come around him. He backs up and he opens up the window. He says, What kind of Christian are you? You've got that Bible sticker all over your car coming out there like a devil. <laughs> wow. My wife's crying. My daughter's crying. I'm, I'm here in the middle of an intersection. I'm ready to go walk somewhere. So I apologize. I said, Sir, would you forgive me? Thank you for that. And then I got to get in the car. I got to have humble pie. <laughs> Amen. I tell you what, you got to realize where you're wrong. Right. The last thing I ever want to do is hurt my kids or hurt my wife. Amen. And I never want to hurt anybody in my church, and I never want to hurt a sinner. Right. Right. Amen. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, 
And we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the